Hello and welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. Here at Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. I'm Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer at the Center for Victory. Today, um, we're going to go over, I'm going to give you some highlights of what we just experienced here uh, this past Saturday with our Vision Day. Vision Day actually came out of um, something we've done with our family for years and years and years and years. Um, when uh, my wife and I, Tammy, when our kids were small, uh, we started uh, just helping them with their goals. Is something uh, my wife and I would would regularly do before we had kids and moving into kids. We we thought that was extra special and important for them to to start to begin to do. So as that. Uh, just kind of took on year after year after year, it became uh, kind of a, almost a uh, tradition in our household. And we would come together and spend a day together. Uh, you know, of course, when they were younger, it wasn't a whole day. Now it is a whole day that they actually uh, appreciate. And, uh, you know, we get into a lot of things now that they are out in the world adulting and you know, just to hear their goals, to share their goals. A lot of the times uh, our goals run in together. Uh, for example, uh, you know, we're going to run a marathon <laughs> or a half marathon together uh, this year. But it's nice to know where everybody's at, how we can help still with their goals and, and what's going on. But uh, what happened when we were starting to meet as a family, uh, when they got into high school, Every vision day, we would hear little knocks on the door and it would be friends uh, of theirs wanting to participate. So that prompted us last year to do our, you know, the official community vision day. And last year we kicked that off about the same time uh, as it was this year. So it was in January and it was just a day where we use um, what we've learned to give back to our community to help them understand how to do the exact same things inside of their families and also their companies. I think this year we had uh, seven or eight of our companies there, along with a lot of coaching clients, a lot of friends, a lot of relatives. Uh, this year we had almost 90 people. Last year uh, we had 50. So, you know, we're getting close to doubling that number. And I think there was a lot of good energy in the room. But usually what we do with that is we provide the assessments that we go over in our company. Um you know, most people have taken them. The ones that haven't get to experience all three of those. We go over that, and that's really important to really create the self awareness that we need uh, when we're looking to uh, forward ourselves and progress ourselves and and have greater success in life. So we go over those things, those assessments, those three assessments. So really, that's the what, why, and how of human performance. Then we dig into the brain. Uh, the neuroscience around success, which I absolutely love around relationships, just the, all the science around it, you know, just a high level overview. And then we move into uh, creating our why with people because it's just not, you know, good enough to, to have goals. It just, you know, I can have goals that everybody else has, but you have to know why you want them. So we talk about that a little bit during our vision day, and then we jump into creating goals. For people, and then we spent the the last hour as a whole group uh, creating vision boards together. So those vision boards that people take home, put up uh, somewhere where they can see them, so that it reminds them every day uh, what their goals want to, you know, what their goals are and what they want to accomplish in the following in the coming year. 
and then how to follow up with those. So that's what we do. Um, this year was very special because it just wasn't me on stage. Uh, this year we had some special guests that you'll see in this highlight reel. Uh, we had uh, my daughter came up and shared a little bit on the word of the year, which I think you'll you'll enjoy uh, her exercise on that. I was uh, then joined by my son and my daughter-in-law, his wife, as they talked about vision boards and how to do those and just to give some reminders to people of how to structure those. And then one of the big announcements we had, I had my hype man uh, uh, up on stage with me. Uh, when I say my hype man, he's one of my near and dearest friends, but he's uh, collaborating with us this year. And a big announcement that came out is uh, our AMP excursion. So Adventure, Mission, and Purpose, AMP. Those AMP excursions, we have three of those that will be on the website, and he'll talk more about it in this highlight reel, and I'm sure I'll have him on another podcast um, as well, talking about those excursions. We will be going and doing a lot of the same things we did in Vision Day around goal planning, leadership, success. We'll be taking people into the Grand Canyon this year, into Mount Kilimanjaro, uh, in Africa and also into uh, Glacier out in Montana. So take a look at these highlights uh, from this year's vision event. I hope you like it. I hope it speaks to you. And maybe we'll see you all uh, this time next year in 2025 for that vision day. If you don't have a hype man or a hype woman, you need to get one. All right. Um, Caleb's like the energizer bunny. I mean, it's constant, go, 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 go. Uh, he's the executive director of a nonprofit that we uh, really get behind, ATP, uh, based out in uh, Wexford. But one of the things that they've done is they've really gone and created some adventures for leaders, and we're in a tag team. So during those times, we're going to have these adventures. And then we're going to talk about what we just talked about here. We're going to go over assessments. We're going to go over things uh, like creating your inner circle and things of that nature during that time in nature. But I will tell you, and Caleb has said this so many times uh, to me and to other people, but especially like when we go into the game. You know, the same person that enters the game is not the same person that comes out. It tests you mentally. Your body is hating itself. Sometimes you're like, Ugh. but the thing of it is, unless you got about 50 grand for a helicopter ride out of there, you gotta walk out. <laughs> and it was very, uh, the last three miles, Tammy and I just really, I mean, it just, we, we just, we were close to the whole canyon experience, but those last three miles was like, yeah, because there was a time I didn't even know I was going the right direction or not. There's only one way, too. So, I mean, it's really your mind is playing tricks on you. It's like, oh, my, like, this is a big switchback. Like, if we go, like, and you see lights up here, you're going this way because it was dark. But after we came out of that, it was a lot closer. But the friendships you go, you make going through that and the things that you talk about um, are amazing. Because a lot of the times, unless it's Mount Fuji and you have self-service on a mountain, most of these adventures, you don't have self-service. You're disconnected. You can't have it unless you have a sat phone. 
which most people just don't keep readily available. Okay, but uh, I'm going to ask uh, Caleb some questions, and he's going to talk a little bit about uh, each of these that we have at least marked for the year. Uh, so, and I'm doing this. We didn't do this last year when we didn't have this. This just pushed it. But a lot of you have asked about this. Um, we are going. We will do a follow up call with this on the 29th. Okay, so we have that in the PowerPoint. But if you're interested in going, some have like little missions uh, attached to them. But tell us about Kilimanjaro. Yeah, absolutely. And Kilimanjaro, this is one of my favorite shirts. And um, real quick, why don't you sell Bruce stories? It's only take 30 seconds. Yeah. I know there's a time crunch on the go, so I'm gonna do this real quick. But there's talking a lot about what the why is today. Um, for me, when we think about that, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to, to do this adventure guide. My wife is also a certified wilderness first responder guide. Um, and my why is I love seeing personal growth in other people and use adventures out for that. And just a real quick story. Um, when I was when I was in eighth grade, uh, I went on a trip to Colorado with my dad, Tom Shogun. Clay, his son Clay, Leo was Susie, seven Susie, my brother. So we all went, we all went to Colorado together and we were backpacking. The second day we were going to sign this, this mountain. And as Derek said at the beginning, you know, I'm not getting cold, I'm not getting wet, I'm not getting cold. And it started raining, and one by one, you know, everybody started turning around until it was just me and my dad left. And, uh, and I remember, like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. It was, it was a lot of exposure. It was kind of, it was, it was a little sketchy. And I was young and I was, I was getting teary out. Like, I don't just want to go back to the thing. And I remember my dad being like, if you do this and you didn't do this, you're going to remember this for the rest of your life. You went into high school, you know, I was on the wrestling team. You know, wrestling matches are going to get hard. This is something you'll have for the rest of your life. And so, you know, fast forward to 20 years later. Um, I get to do this, you know, do this uh, as a job, and I love it. And Sarah um, have taken clients, uh, multiple clients, and stories we tell, stories we tell over and over again, you know, how these adventures change you. And so um, the first one, and, and Sarah and I, between us, we've got eight summits of Kilimanjaro, we've got engaged on Kilimanjaro, we've got married on Kilimanjaro, we've got a person on Kilimanjaro, um, and it's really a, a Awesome trip. So seven days on the mountain, we do what's called the Machame route. Um, there's five different ecological zones on Kilimanjaro. It's the tallest we stay in the world at 19,941 feet. So you start in the rainforest um, and actually go all the way up through Heathermoreland, all the way up through toward um, we're doing like the Arctic uh, desert. So it's essentially looks like some out of stuff. Um, we have two, two days of volunteer work that we'll do. So I'm at Abbey Home, the company we guide for. Um, they own an orphanage, um, and there's 10 uh, children with the orphanage right now. They also uh, partner with NSK Hospital and the Lynn Lab. So there's a lot going on in the children's job. It's a very special place near and dear to my heart. So I'm excited about that trip. Yeah, we know that it's uh, meant to be because we need to place the kids. <laughs> Um, so I just got an email uh, with Kilimanjaro's in Tanzania, the country right next to it is Kenya. 
Uh, I actually just got an email after we decided to do this and put this slide together. I got an email the next day and I called it and I'm like, dude, you're never going to guess. I just got an email from the people in Kenya and they want me to come do a training because they found out we were doing this. You think we could add another training for some of these orphanages onto that? Um, <laughs> I'm not in trouble yet. Uh, <laughs> so, um, this is what we're going to do. We just wanted, you know, that's one of the trips. Uh, the next one, I know Caleb is, well, I'm very pumped about but he's really excited about it because we just went out. We actually did this together and did the, you know, the, the hiking together. And for me, it was really cool because it's not like, this is doable for most people. It's not. This is not, this is not a butt kicker. Yeah, this is not a butt kicker. Uh, this is more laid back. We're going to be talking more about leadership, about personal development. Uh, but this will be September 25th through 29th. What do they need to know about this? Yeah, so this is, you know, as far as the National Park goes, I'm really excited about this trip. When, when Eric and I had. Kind of, you know, Eric came to me with the opportunity to do some, some guiding and he said, hey, let's go on a trip together. I said, great. He said, where do you want to go? Anywhere? He said, yeah, it was my favorite place in the continental U.S. is Glacier National Park in Montana. He said, great, let's go check it out. And so we put together a five-day, four-night itinerary and we went to Montana and the September, first week in October. Absolutely beautiful. So um, we are actually going to do that itinerary. So it's uh, there's going to be three um, adventures that we're going to do every day. This is a little bit nicer than um, killing the gyro and the fact that we're not going to be sleeping in a tent. We're going to be sleeping in a hotel. So these are just one day trips. Um, they're they're typically about six miles on the trail. They're not they're not butt kickers, but they're absolutely gorgeous um, locations in Montana. So we're going to do. Uh, the first day is going to be Avalanche Lake hike. It's um, probably one of those pictured uh, lakes in, in Glacier National Park with the mountains behind it, through the waterfalls coming down. Day two, we're going to go up to the Continental Divide um, up by Logan Pass and the Hidden Lake Trail. It's amazing that it's, it's known for a lot of um, animals and wildlife. And um, the first time, that was um, when I was in high school. And that in the bottom left, there's a little bit that is real. Uh, um, and then the third day, we're going to go up to uh, the corner of Glacier uh, National Park on the east side and Many Glacier. And the Real Glacier Trail is a beautiful trail uh, as well. So it's going to be a great opportunity. And one of my favorite parts of this is um, there's the opportunity for growth and development. And this is really uh, Eric's going to be leading trainings throughout the the trip and so it's really a great opportunity uh, to develop both professionally, personally, spiritually. So. And then the last one we get asked a lot about um, is the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, so the Grand Canyon, um, like Eric said, when we started, we started we set on the North Rim. So um, just run while well, running into this trip, we all meet in uh, Scottsdale. We take private transportation on a bus that goes up to the north end of the Grand Canyon where we will spend the night um, at Jacob's Lake Inn, this is what we call the North Rim. We start super bright and early. Um, on Saturday morning, our goal is to go from the North Rim to the South Rim of the Grand Canyon in one day. It's about 24.6 miles. Um, when we start the trail, we start the North Highback Trail. 
Um, like Eric said, over 8,000 feet, we drop down the whole way to the Colorado River. We'll have lunch at Phantom Ranch, and then we head back out on Bright Angel Trail um, out the south, the south rim. So um, we've been on trips where you know clients have been missing you know, 10 and a half, 11 hours, and um, my wife and I have been in the canyon for you know, 20, 21 hours as well. So uh, there's benefit if you walk nice and slow and you're in the canyon in the dark. Uh, it, it, during the evening time, the, the stars are beautiful, there's a lot of shooting stars, so uh, regardless of when you get out of the canyons, um, but it, it, I think, is probably the most transformative stable day trip um, that we offer. And, you know, it, it does sound kind of cliche, but I say that a lot. The person that goes in the canyon, the person that comes out, it's like two different people, and um, it's a good example of how to do fun. So. Yeah, and when you can go in with somebody that you know, the team, whether it's a spouse, a kid, whatever, um, and we're just, we just want to present these because people keep asking uh, for this. This is a stretch for me to do this, uh, especially the Kilimanjaro one, because that means I'm, I'm out of pocket for, for that time on the mountain. Um, but we're also adventurers that really can just push you when we talk about that challenge. Uh, earlier on. There's other things that we're going to be doing that aren't this kind of elaborate, but since you are interested, the last thing, Caleb, oh, it's January 31st. I said the 29th, because Well, we decided to that Monday and Wednesday. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, if you do want to learn more, um, and if you can send us out, but well, we're going to do a Zoom call. Um, we'll do these typically every month. Um, for the trips that we guide, but this one is just going to be for um, Center for for all of us. So if you're interested in any um, any of these adventures, Mary Canyon, Kilimanjaro, the British National Park, um, we'll send out the details. But the Zoom is going to be Wednesday, January 31st, 6 p.m. Um, it's a great time to you know, write all the questions down that you have, um, but I'll go through in detail each trip. Um, as far as the itinerary, packing list, which you need to know, which what's included, what's not included, and then um, we'll answer all your questions. Um, and I'd love to do that. So. Yeah, and if you're close by, um, you know, I know Tammy and I did a lot of our training down at Brush Creek. Um, so, I mean, I'll be there again. Uh, give us time to maybe talk and things like that as well. So, there's a lot of opportunity for, for us as the community. But I really appreciate this. Caleb and, and Sarah I trust them wholeheartedly on these on these trips. They they love what they do. I think you can tell that from just what 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 Caleb is saying. Um, but uh, yeah, it's amazing, and I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully, we'll see you on the trail. But uh, we'll have another call. We'll send this out January 31st at 6 p.m. You can. Or forget they can, but you don't have to do the whole Grand Canyon. You can choose uh, to get on the bus at the. Yeah, so it, and this is what my parents did when we did the Grand Canyon. So if they want to uh, get off on the north rim and see off, they can hop on the bus, go around to the south rim, ride to the south rim, and then drop in from the south rim. Um, and then you can do as many miles or as few miles as you want, turn around and come back. So. Uh, that's an option. You know, all these, these trips are customized, but we just want to make it a, a great experience. So, choosing your word of the year, one of the big things that Faith uh, came to us years ago, 
uh, and add it to our vision day because we we still have our family vision day uh, every year. We had it two weeks ago, and one of the things that she brought years ago was this whole idea of your word of the year, and it's something that we've shared uh, with some of you. I think it's something that uh, is a great idea. I didn't know about it at first. But I'm going to shut up and let her explain it, and then I'll ask some questions. I was talking about me. Um, okay, so hi, everyone. Um, I started this idea because of the words person. So I was thinking about the different love languages. I was probably, it was right when I took the PI the first time. So this was back in 2013. And I just remember thinking, okay, I have all these goals, but they're not fully intentional. I need something to focus them on. So I chose my work and it was right. And it was based on my favorite Bible verse, which is Isaiah 61, 61 um, talking about rise, shine, the light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. So I thought about that verse, and I thought about that word, and it was a time where I was really kind of down in the dumps, and that's a horrible place to be, at least for me, I guess. Maybe some people like it, but I'm not a big fan. So I decided that I needed a focus, I needed a goal, so rise became very much my predominant trade that I was going for that year. And actually now it's my permanent tattoo and I started Bible studies on it and called them rise just to focus on my why. So this work that you're choosing needs to be something that aligns with all these sets of all the crazy knowledge that you've learned today and it needs to align with your why. So when I think of rise, I think of overcoming adversity and I'm an altruist, so which I know plenty of you are. So it was something that I could use to help other people. With my word this year, and I actually wore this sweater just for it, is love this year. So the street cheap you have in your uh, folders is not a mortgage for extra credit. So it's kind of an extra credit activity. So say you're kind of stuck on your word. I gave you some options in there, but I actually used my sixth grade. So if you're thinking, man, I think you word, hello, my sixth grade, so you can do it. And what you can do with this is it gives it a purpose. You can't have something that you don't want to buy into. I mean, you kind of have to self-motivate that way. So love is my work this year. The past couple of years, I've done joy, I've done goodness, which are all based on the fruits of the Spirit. Do they have to be? No. But you can look at that word list and anything that jumps off the page, maybe you pray about it, maybe you talk with your inner circle about it, something that is intentional for you moving forward with your goals. So I did love this year, as you can tell, I signed in this guy, so my kids' uh, school saw this too. And having a definition is allowing you to kind of say, okay, I know what this word is, what does it mean, how can I use it? So I use synonyms because with my particular activating system, Kila, I, I wanted different ways to connect with the word that weren't just like, with love stand up. It has to be something you connect with more often. Of course, you need to have a personal connection, and I am a big person on quotes. I don't know if you know this about me, but I talk about them every week. So I'm a big quote person. I think having a quote or having a Bible verse or having even just song lyrics is so important for this work. You need to have something that you can connect with it. So this work was super important to me. I used to walk off quote last year with Mr. Rogers and so on and so forth. So hopefully, if you have questions about this, you can find me, and I'm thinking about it enough. So you can find me wherever. And yeah, that's all I have about that. Thank you. That was great. Give her a hand. So you don't have to have a word, 
I, I, you know, I wasn't a big fan of it the first year, um, but I definitely believe in it now, and it's just something to concentrate on. Um, you know, sometimes you might struggle with it, right? You might hear it all the time. A lot of times when we get to the to the end of the year, we don't know what that word's going to be, so we talk about it like over Christmas break or this year when we were on vacation all together, and it just kind of pops up, and then you have to kind of define it. I like the exercise that Faith has done here uh, because that's how you know to keep track of everything. I actually put it on my vision board. I can put the definition. Uh, with it, what I want to accomplish, and it does uh, relate back to my goals uh, as well. And sometimes it gets validated by other people. So my word, uh, did you tell everybody this yet? So Caleb and I were, were this weekend, we were in Florida together, and we were at this event, and it's you know, the last day. Everybody goes around in the circle, it's called Inner Circle, and Everybody goes around the circle and they tell their word for um, the weekend. Is this okay to tell? Yeah, yeah, you can. That's a small word. So my word, I did not want to tell my family um, because it, this is probably the most testing it has ever been. Uh, but Caleb went out before I did uh, this weekend to, to tell the whole group what his word for the weekend was. And he's like, you know, I was going to give some kind of businessy. I think he was going to use intentional. He's like, that, that was a safe word. He said, but the more I thought about it, uh, the more my word was surrender. And I'm just sitting there in my seat going, wow. Because guess what my word is? <laughs> and he has no idea. So while he's talking to the group, I pulled out my iPad because I have my uh, my vision board, a picture of it on my iPad on my background screen. And I zoomed in when he sat down. Um, I could tell he was nervous. It was very, you know, he's being very transparent with the group. And I'm like, dude, look at this. This is my word of the year. And I'm just like, wow. Like he, he didn't even know, uh, which was which was kind of cool. And it just kind of validated uh, me as well because it's going to, you know, really don't like that um, because if you know me uh, there's I like to be in control uh, and it's just complete surrender and I, I, you know one of the you know I, I dug in and did this exercise like faith did one of the things that I found uh, was uh, a quote by Chuck Swindoll and he said, you know, surrender doesn't necessarily have to do with anything of just submitting. It's actually active trust. Trust in action. So uh, that made me feel a little bit better. Uh, but I do, I do really believe in the word. Uh, if you want that, uh, a lot of people, I know you guys share them with us. I love hearing those. Uh, I know Dawn was thinking about clarity. I couldn't get over the fact that I, have, that I talk so much about my clarity tool, uh, which is just the Louisville Slugger. Um, so, but uh, those are the things, so you can think about that. You might want to put that on your vision board as well and define that too. We have some more guests coming up. You ready for round three? Are you doing it? All right, let's go. What do you guys have to say about vision boards?
So who wants to start? Okay. Hi, everyone. Um, I, my study is very high, so I really enjoy making vision boards. <laughs> I think it's really fun, and it's not... You're really good at it. <laughs> it's not as, I don't know, overwhelming as it could be for like, just five. But what I love about vision boards is you can make it your own. Faith uses Canva, but it doesn't have to necessarily be on a work board. But I know like Faith is always on the computer, and she knows that as soon as she opens the laptop, she can see it. And like, why don't you decide that we art on bulletin boards and we just have them hanging in our office so that every morning when we go in, that's what we see. We go back there as well. If you guys want to check them out, the actual physical ones they actually brought them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my vision board this year, this is me going like way off my comfort zone and making it actually look nice. Usually it's like just stuff slapped on there. Um, it makes sense to me, but you know, that's the most important part. It's at least what I would try to tell myself. Um, but I think for the vision boards, um, I think what I've learned over time is you know, obviously aligning to your why and making sure that there's an emotional attachment to your goal. Um, but also with goal boards, less is more. Um, I tend to just really want to go head first into whatever I'm doing. And so with goal boards, that's making a list of 20 to 30 things that I can do this year in order to be better, which is just incredibly, incredibly overwhelming. Um, and I, I had a couple of years where my goal board was like, you know, I had like each um, of the six different things in the, in the life wheel. And I had like three goals underneath them all. Which is awesome, but like I hit half my goals and then come to the next year and be like, why do I feel so defeated? Well, it's because I was trying to like cure world hunger and, and a couple other things. And then, you know, so yeah, less is more. Um, and I really tried to do that this year. I have about seven to eight that are really important to me um, that hit those uh, parts of my wheel that are a little bit lower than they were. Anything else? Tony, did you say to anybody uh, creating? This is uh, the one on the left is Tammy. Tammy, you have yours in the back too, right? Faith has hers on Canva. I'm sure she'd be happy to show you that and the great pictures of she and I on there. I was left off for hers last year, so I filed a complaint with the proper authorities, and now I'm back on. Uh, but it's You're really just. Um, I feel like two vision boards just make it your own. Like add pictures of your family and kind of things that motivate you. The first year that I made a vision board, I just kind of made it really plain, and I was like, like mm, it's kind of boring. But I really just wanted to make it my own. And when you see people and things that motivate you on your board, you're more likely to go after it. And I think just having that positive mindset towards it, and using your word of the year, like. And Josiah and I and everyone in our family, we have our word of the year in the center. And then we always like to put Bible verses and quotes that just motivate us so that throughout the year we can just reflect on that. That's good. Um, I'd say one other thing, I guess it's more of a um, action item for after today when you made your board, it looks really nice and you want to show it off. Um, I encourage you to get folks around you and, and get real attention with your inner circle because um, accountability is huge. Um, shout out Will. Um, last year he looked at me and said, 
you look like you could run a marathon. Have you ever done anything like that? Um, with that kind of weirdness of no, like my goal is to run a 5K and I was trying to you know, get over that many miles. Um, we ended up running a marathon together in October. Um, and that doesn't happen, just like, you know, really long time in the Thank you. Um, but it was, it was a really cool achievement. Um, I can't remember the other part of the brain we talked about today, apparatus. The other one felt like that grew quite a bit. Um, but yeah, get, get people around you that want to cheer you on and keep you 